Hey, it is Tuesday, March 10th. Welcome to another episode of The Dealer Playbook, a podcast that explores how to create a thriving career in the retail auto industry. My name is Mike Pasarillo, your host. Today, we're talking about the next big thing for marketing in 2020. We all love knowing what's coming, don't we? We all want to know what's the next shiny object. Isn't that why we go to uh, NADA? Find out what the next shiny thing is. Where's the buzz? Where's the, the attention going? Well, I want to talk to you about the next big thing for marketing in 2020. And in fact, this is something that might be, I mean, it might be something you're already doing. When, when I tell you what this is, you might go, really, Cirillo? Like, you, you might either give me one of these, <laughs> right? Or you might be thinking, ah, oh, crap. You might think, you might be thinking, oh, man, that's been on my mind for such a long time. And this might be the kick in the pants you need to actually get going and formulate a strategy. Keep listening because I want to share with you some resources, obviously, that's going to help you get started in a big way. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, let me tell you what the next big thing is. And by the way, this is not something that I am just making up on the spot. This is, this is, uh, you know, a lot of research has gone into this. I want to share with you my resources and how I figure this out and where I hear these things from, because that's really, you know, that's really the whole point of this. The, the whole point of this is to not remain in ignorance. It's to back everything that we talk up with data. So who's talking about the next big thing? Well, I heard Ryan Dice. Uh, Ryan Dice is the co-founder of a company called DigitalMarketer.com. If you have not heard of digitalmarketer.com, there's the freebie. This is not one of those resources that I want to that I want to talk about in a minute, but this is definitely the freebie. Call this your early present birthday, Halloween, Valentine's Day, uh Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year, whatever this insert special occasion gift. This is what that is. This is an early one of those gifts, okay? Um go to digitalmarketer.com. Uh, what's cool about digital marketers, they put their money where their mouth is. They eat their own dog food. Uh, they've created a variety of different online e-commerce type businesses from cosmetics to survival gear. And what they do is they've put money, massive amounts of money into running different experiments from a marketing perspective. And then through their, their digitalmarketer.com property, they publish the case studies. They publish the results. They publish the evidence, the proof the failures, everything. This is not one of those blogs where you just jump in and, and jump out. Like we're talking, you know, two minutes here, two minute reads. These are like blog posts so long that you could dissect them over a week or two. Uh, and that's something I certainly have done. And so, um, you know, this information has a lot of reputation behind it. Uh, this is a company that's figured out what is going to be, you know, they've really created a reputation of being able to see ahead of the curve because of how much testing they do. So go check out digitalmarketer.com. Ryan Dice talked about this at 10X Growth Conference, and I took a ferocious amount of notes that I want to share with you. Um, so let's just get down to it, okay? the From their vantage point, the, the next big thing for marketing is likely something you are doing currently. Maybe it's something that you're seeing a lot of success with. Maybe it is something that you are not seeing success with. Nevertheless, this is where the opportunity is. You ready for it? The Ryan Dice submits that the next big thing for marketing is drum roll, please. I, I don't have a drum roll. Uh, is email newsletters. 
How, how do you feel? How do you feel when I just said that? You ready to throw me out the window? Email newsletters. This is what he says. Um, now, how did he arrive here? Well, there's, there's certain things that we've all been tracking uh, on the marketing side of things. The first one is a statistic that he shared, which is that content marketing in the context of how it's currently being done, which is basically you post something and then you hope people are just going to keep coming back over and over and over again. Content marketing in that context is 50% less effective than it was three years ago. In other words, you have this blog on your website that you just hope people are going to see so much value in that they're going to become loyal followers of your site or something like that. When the real reality of it is things are really leaning in the direction of um, the Internet being an audience of one Google. And and so if you really want to capture people's attention and you want to be able to do it through email newsletter, well, then you need relevant information to feed that beast. You can't just. I don't know, talk about your sales, right? Like really take a minute here and open up your email platform and look at the quality of stuff you're sending out right now if it's just all email newsletter um like uh your latest promo your upcoming sale all of these sorts of things you you've already lost you got to start over that's not a very good foundation could you imagine if the only information your friends pushed to you or said to you had to do with some upcoming sale or something that would benefit them in a monetary way you would shut them off you'd be like block spam whatever and so we're not talking about that we're talking about being able to bring relevant information to your audience so that they are inclined to check you out more frequently um, to help you stay relevant. Um, email is a super convenient thing because it is push. I love I love it because it pushes to my phone. I don't have to go to the the 20 different sources that I follow to get the information. I can have it if, it, if I care about it, I can have it all pushed to me. When I look at my email newsletter statistics, it's a good indication of of engagement and it's a good indication of loyalty because the people that are opening it, I mean, it helps me understand the people that actually want or care about my my content. And so the first thing I would submit is that you need to have content that is worthy of sharing. And we talk about this a lot on the dealer playbook. Uh, if your content isn't share worthy, then why are you why are you producing it? So the question then becomes, well, how do I come up with shareworthy content? Well, the, the first thing that I would say is you want to stop writing your, your, you know, your, your promotional blasts all the time. I mean, there is a time and a place for those, but that can't be the only thing you do. And you want to start answering stupid questions. You know, that, that question you get asked over and over and over and over again. Well, you have to understand, you need to shift your paradigm. That that isn't a stupid question if it's being asked by different people because they honestly don't know. It's their first time maybe asking that question. It is kind of a stupid question if it's the same person asking it over and over and over again. But with the Internet and with all of the different communication mediums out there, it can be easy for us, the recipient of the question, to start thinking it's a stupid question because people keep asking it over and over again, even though to them they're the only person they know of that's asked that question makes sense so why not take all of those stupid questions that you get asked and create content that clearly and simply answers it post that on your site in a in a blog or in some other form of content 
share it out to your social, but also share it out with the relevant audience via email newsletter. Those people that have subscribed. It's actually kind of funny because when you look at some of the these really high traffic websites, um, they're all making um, subscription to email newsletter some of the one of the most prominent calls to action on their site. Now, of course, you need to take this in stride. You need to identify whether or not this is something that you have the bandwidth to do, or do I need to bring somebody on, or do I need to outsource this? But ultimately, you need to be able to do this in a way that is going to resonate. But here are some of those companies like the hustle.co.co. Right. The skim morning brew CB insights. These are all massive sites. These are all big high traffic sites that are all including uh, CTA uh, for email newsletter prominently placed on the on the uh, homepage. Here's another one, right? Like you might find this surprising drift.com. Well, drift.com creates software for chat. Yet they have an email newsletter subscription prominently placed on their website. And I think it's because they realize, like I said, the convenience of email, that it gets pushed. It, it's something we can push out instead of pull. You know, why would we ever say, hey, if you want this, go check out my web. Drop everything you're doing. Go check my website. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, hey, if you answer stupid questions and your audience of one is Google, people that are asking that question have an increased chance of finding your answer. So then they come to you, realize they like your stuff, they click the subscribe button, and now they it's hands-off. They don't have to worry about it. They just get relevant content pushed to them uh, in a very convenient way, and then they can prioritize when they want to look at it. That's what I do. I follow some prominent you know people in my field and the creative side of things and trades and in, in business. If I like their stuff, I subscribe so that it gets pushed to me. So that's that's kind of the methodology. Email, um, you know, Ryan Dice talks about how there's a real renaissance happening around email. He he likened it to the cockroach of marketing because you can't kill it. Okay, you can't kill it. Um, So this is where I want to give you some resources, because ultimately I've said that you need to be relevant several times. We know that you have multiple audiences inside or sub audiences within your your audience. It's not just people who purchase vehicles or people who are likely to purchase service, there are different segments of this audience that we need to be able to extract and, uh, and ultimately, in so doing, provide um, the, the right content to them that they're going to be interested in. For example, shoppers that are into SUVs are not going to care about getting information about minivans or, or sedans or, or things of that nature. You understand? And so what I want to be able to do for you is provide you my list of the most relevant ways to figure out what your audience cares about and to figure out what those um, questions are that you can answer. You're going to be shocked at how simple it is once I share these resources with you and I want you to have them. And I also want to eat my own dog food, right? So what I want you to do is go to www.thedealerplaybook.com and you're going to see right on my homepage the ability to subscribe to my newsletter. When you do that, I'm going to send you my my list of resources that are going to help you identify what questions your audience is asking so that you can answer them, okay? So that you can answer them and power your newsletter. Make no mistake, newsletters, email, it's such a foundational thing, but it's it's one we don't have a solid foundation that our empire refuses to grow. So I want to be able to get you this resource 
these this list of resources you're going to be shocked at how easy this is once you realize what these resources are and how to use them you want to go to www.thedealerplaybook.com and sign up for my newsletter so i can send you that list of resources you're basically going to be turning the internet into a digital crystal ball <laughs>